Welcome to Believe. My name is Nicholas Upchurch. Now, here's a special clip from our show in the category of World News. If we're to transition to sort of world news and things that you're seeing in terms of this awakening, in terms of the shadows that exist and how how we love those shadows. And I think personally, Jeffrey, that things aren't always what they seem. You know, I voted for Obama and Trump. I voted for Obama and Trump. I love saying it's very odd. I could be maybe the only one. I don't know. But I think actually a lot of people in the Midwest did as well, which is where I'm originally from. Jeffrey's from Hawaii. But what can my we do actually, about these shadows? I, just you know, my dad went to University of Michigan, so he I did. Have a, yeah, yeah, totally. It's That's amazing. And I use Upwork. I used Odesk and I use Upwork all the time. So his dad, Jeffrey's dad, was started. Uh, I guess the first CEO of Odesk, which is yeah, now a, he, he was the first co-founder. He likes to say co-founder co-found. and first CEO because others were involved. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was That's that amazing. was my dad's company. Yeah, it is. It's cool. But uh, you were saying, I'm sorry, I got excited. No, I, I my- love that. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, so um, in terms of these shadows, I'd love to hear your outlook because you have such a groundbreaking approach to life because you've really done it all. I think with what you said about fear in the last segment, you said that the fear can literally F you. And it's time for us to stop let letting the fear F us. If you you know you've helped people build their businesses and make money, but you're also talking about a bigger agenda, sort of a bigger awakening and a transition. And you said that in the world, I don't know about your opinion, but I don't know that we can just go into socialism immediately without addressing some of the hidden things that might be kind of there that sort of, you know, and there could be some battles internally right now in the FBI and the CIA. And people sort of working things out, maybe some hidden technologies and things. And so sometimes I think, unfortunately, in the world, what's happened is um, people talk about great ideas, but they're not seeing maybe the whole picture. And I think I know I'm not seeing the whole picture, but there can be layers upon layers of this complete picture. So how do we learn to sort of love what what's in the shadows and and what do you what do you make of the world in terms of world news and what's going on right now uh the world the world's going sick we are all going many of us are going very sane in an absolutely insane world and to go sane in an insane world is not an easy process because the western world is insane we are definitely human beings. Most human beings are very toxic. I know I am myself. I have toxic thoughts, toxic, toxic bodies, just toxic. But we're not sick, but we're toxic. There's some beautiful men in the Andes Mountains that exist that, uh, that say there's a prophecy of the condor and the eagle. And they're deeply, deeply humble people. That, um, they, and they're, they hold a lot of wisdom in their hearts. And that wisdom is deep, deep of ancient wisdom of the connection to land and how land owns us and how we're here as ser- in service of Mother Earth and, and in service of, of nature and everything around us. And, and they said that, you know, we are the ones we've been waiting for, the Westerners. We are the part of the prophecy of the condor and the eagle. And, but the thing is, is we as Westerners have been 
programmed to value power versus truth. And so every, every high-performing entrepreneur that I meet, I ask, I ask in my heart, does this person value power or do they value truth? Do they value truth? And these people in the Andes and these indigenous people all over the world, they have wisdom inside of them. They value truth over power. And there's a heart connection to the earth in the heart and a real fulfillment in their eyes. If you look at many of them, that have, that there's a fulfillment in their eyes that Westerners tend to not have and a joy and a happiness inside them. And that's because they value truth versus power. And so when the high-performing entrepreneurs transition themselves from value and power, and then they value truth more, they then, then they are entrusted to be given the wisdom of the ancient times. So that therefore, they will not use that for power and to, to, to be better than their brothers and sisters. And then we go back to really who we are as we're in symbiotic relationship with everything around us. And then we work together instead of separate. And this, this programming of being separate, which is we are no longer designed, we, it is time we start looking at what separates us. Perhaps it's time we start what look, looking at what unifies us. And what unifies us is we're all on this earth. And when we can, when we can value truth over power, we can then, then ultimately we are extremely, quote, powerful, but beyond the hierarchy system of power, is then we step into the true power of dissolving the boundaries between life and death and each other. And then we transcend this reality and the fulfillment of the prophecy of the condor and the eagle actually happens. And then we join forces and dissolve boundaries between cultures. And now, so what I, what I like to do is research self-awareness for leaders of high-performing entrepreneurs because when the high-performing entrepreneurs can go past their achievements and what success is and go back to valuing truth over power, then, they, then the prophecy is fulfilled and the wisdom of the ages and those people that have kept that wisdom safe from us for thousands of years, we can now be privileged and initiated into receiving that wisdom. And then they merge together. And when they merge together, the prophecy of what we're really here for, we didn't fucking come here for a white picket fence and a nice house. We came here to fulfill a prophecy. And we each hold a very important code in our hearts for that prophecy to happen. Each of us, no code better than another. But yet what I've seen in my journeys is we, is the universe is strung together by a song. And we each hold a note in the song. And then when we all find our note, but the only way to find the note is to hear your own soul. And the only way to hear your own soul is to move from valuing power to valuing truth over power. And so what I want to share with people is that this is our time. And we are sitting on the opportunity of lifetimes to move from valuing, valuing power and valuing truth far over that so that we can dissolve the hierarchy systems and no one's above or below anybody else. And we're all doing the best we can with the choices that we have. And ultimately, how does that pertain to business? Is we will develop empathy within ourselves and our people. And when empathy increases in leadership, the revenue increases in the company, and then when then give back programs tend to be created and then our companies become forces for good. I love that, Jeffrey. And you're you're more than just a note, I think. I think Jeffrey's amazing because and actually it could be that our soul encompasses so many notes, even multiple bodies at the same time. Who knows what's going on? I I happen to have experienced Jeffrey's experienced some interesting things. So a lot of people are talking about a lot of possibilities that I agree with personally, and I've experienced some very interesting things. So one thing's for sure, there's a lot we don't know. So 
value, valuing truth over power. So let me ask you this, Jeffrey, in terms of world news, just to kind of get back on this, what there's so much going on in the world. How do we make that transition? How do we do this? Because you and I could think, well, we like the ancient people. You know, I've been to Peru. I love that. I've been to 33 countries. I love so many things. But then practically, practically, how does this happen? Because it could be that there's a structure at the top that doesn't want to relinquish this control, that they feel that it's in their belief system and they could be being influenced by things, who knows, maybe even off planet. And there could be uh, things that have been passed down, perhaps, where, you know, there needs to be sort of secrecy and control of populations and a, a hidden agenda. There could be something to it. Um, I think there's a lot of evidence that there's a lot going on we're not aware of and that there are things that are, you know, there have been hidden by the governments. What they are could be who knows? And we can forgive the governments and forgive these people. But how do we practically make this transition, in your opinion, towards valuing truth over power at the very top? How do we do that? What do you think? Well, we start with ourselves. You know, I was in a talk with, um, it's such a simple answer, uh, but I was in a talk with the Dalai Lama and I was, I was listening to him with my mother, actually. <clears throat> My mom got me tickets to this Dalai Lama talk. It's the weirdest thing. <clears throat> and so we were there, <clears throat> and he goes, somebody raised their hand and said, how do we stop nuclear war? And the Dalai Lama's answer was so simple. He just said, start by disarming yourselves. So simple. And so perhaps it's simple. And I, I too, I was with a great medicine woman about three weeks ago, three weeks ago. And I wow. said, I'm a little concerned that um, there's so much turmoil, what's happening in the world? It's like we're on the brink of a third world war. And then she said, she said, she looks at me, now this woman's thousands of ceremonies deep, okay? Mm -hmm. Like from Venezuela, just, just incredible woman. And uh, she says, she goes, I really want a dog. <laughs> she didn't even engage in, engage in the conversation. She goes, look at the dog I wanna get. And it was this little Peruvian dog that she wanted. And she goes, I really want a puppy. And then, and I said, and, and what I noticed was she didn't even engage in it. And, and she says, and then she said, I'm just not worried about it. She goes, I have my work to do and I'm going to do my work and they'll have whatever they have, their wars, their famine, their separation. And she knows that if she does the work that's right in front of her, that her soul says to do, and that is, that is her truth, then she will build and co-create something new. Buckmeister Filler, he says, you know, we can't fight the old system. I have no interest in fighting it or else we just become it. But let's build something new. So perhaps we're standing on the precipice of a pivotal moment to build something new. The question is, what will we build? And, and even the etymology of the word Armageddon has been showed to us in, in a package of fear. Mm. Like it's some fear. And if you look up the etymology of Armageddon, it just means new beginning. So we are on the, we are at the point of a new beginning. And this is our age. This is the golden age. And we're at the beginning of it. And each of us hold the codes and let's take forth in this opportunity to build something new and let them have their wars and their famine and their whatever they want. And ultimately, let's just put our attention on building something new and make the old one obsolete. 
Well, I love that answer. And we can support people like Jeffrey, jeffreyslater.com, S-L-A-Y-T-E-R.com. And of course, us at believe.love, believe.love. Our network is believe, our company is love.